What's up, y'all? It's JLP, the host of Mastering Singlet Podcast, coming to you with this brand new episode. Hope you had a wonderful week. I pray that your Friday is going very well. And um, I praise God for that. If indeed it's going very well. And um, I'm believing that God will bless you with an amazing weekend and new week that is ahead. Now, thank you so much for all of you who tuned in to the Mastering Singlehood live session last Saturday. If you weren't able to tune in for the live session, you can go ahead and catch the replay on my YouTube channel. Go ahead on YouTube and then you'll search in the search bar, JLP Network. And if you already are subscribed to our channel, you are able to find it um, in your subscription list. But if you're not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe today. So that way you will be the first to be notified when we drop new episodes. And you will just, you know, stay up, t- stay in touch, right? Stay updated with our, with our ministry. Um, not only the Mastering Singlehood podcast, but with our ministry, JLP Network. And um, without further ado, y'all. So, you know, basically we did have some technical issues and there were certain details that was left out of the live session and so some of these details i want to go ahead and share it on tonight's episode so if you have not watched master singlet live again make sure that you watch um that live session because technically it will be a part one right to this part two that we're doing right now so it's fine if you're tuning in right now to the podcast and listening to me with part two but i strongly recommend you after hearing this episode go ahead and watch part one that is on the channel right now jlp network now the theme that we have for the first session for 2021 was what is the number one reason right for failed relationships dysfunctional marriages and divorce now many of us we've heard experts we've heard um relationship gurus we've heard um such people say that you know the reason for failed relationships or dysfunctional marriages or divorce it may have been due to the cause of infidelity right cheating adultery it may have been due to the cause of um the two people falling out of love or at least one party ends up falling out of love or perhaps it had to do with finances disagreements in finances political views religious views etc right but as i began to just really just you know study love stories to get from the bible study as well god's model when it comes to relationships and marriage and also when i just began to really just observe um the reasons right the different reasons why people um have failed relationships why they call it off why they call engagements off why they end up breaking up especially when they're in a dating relationship even if they're not married you see people constantly break up and then they enter a new relationship and you see the same thing happens again and again and it seems like these people um sometimes what they say is that well it was the wrong time or well i'm just not interested to be in a relationship and often when it comes to even those in hollywood or in the entertainment industry one of the main things you'll hear them say when they break up is that you know they just um didn't have time for one another or their schedule was just not right didn't permit them to be together but yet you will see the same uh individuals the very next month or so even I'm not even being sarcastic all of a sudden are in a brand new relationship and so i'm saying to myself um okay you're in a brand new relationship with another actor or another singer but here last month you were saying that the fact that you broke up with your ex is because you guys had you know you guys had difficulty seeing each other so i'm saying to myself aren't you going to have difficult seeing the next person and so when i started to really just observe these things um 
in pop culture and observing them in Hollywood and the entertainment industry and as well as just studying God's word to see for myself what God says love is and um, the model right that God has set up for marriages and for relationship I began to realize most individuals they do not have failed relationships and dysfunctional marriages and divorce due to the reasons that we have heard in society, um, due to reasons that we have heard from relationship gurus and experts. The number one reason that I discovered why you know people have failed relationships, dysfunctional marriages and divorce, and they end up divorcing, is because they were not in it to love. They probably went in it for love, but they were not in it to love. The Bible is very um, clear when it comes to love being selfless, love being serving, love being all about servantship, okay? Love being, you know, us being Christ-like. Christ Jesus, when he was talking to his disciples, when he was really mentoring, developing his disciples to be um, ready, right? As he knew what was approaching him, he knew his death was approaching him. He knew that he would have to resurrect and he would have to ascend to heaven. So Jesus knew that his being, uh, you know, ascended to heaven would mean that the apostles he left behind, right? The disciples that he commissioned to be apostles that he left behind would take on the work that he himself did when he was in the flesh right on the earth and so he showed the disciples you know the number one thing that you need to to master to do is to serve and not only to serve any type of way but to serve the way that i showed you servant servanthood is or servantship is and jesus again and again even through his life he was always thinking about others before himself he was always um even telling the disciples if you want to be great in the kingdom you have to be the least right you have to be the one that is choosing to serve you're choosing to forget about yourself in order for you to remember your brothers and sisters in order for you to take care of the need of your brothers or sisters now some people in society will say that well, um, Jesus was not pro-self-love. That is not true. The, the thing is, the Bible shows us, right? Um, one of the greatest commandments that God has left for us to do is to love thy neighbor as ourselves. And so that tells me that the reasons why Jesus was even... Um, promoting to his disciples to serve and to make sure to understand that the greatest in the kingdom are the servants is because Jesus knew that one who serves is one who loves himself as well. One who serves is one who loves himself as well. You see your honor, you see your value in the eyes of God. And just because you see your honor and value in the eyes of God, you have this unction or you have this tendency to wanting to serve wanting to love other people like jesus wanting to love other people because you're so full of love yourself and so what happens is that you have people in relationships they're not full of love within themselves because they are desperate to receive that love from another person and so when that other person is unable to give them that love they feel disappointed they feel let down and they say to themselves okay i'm gonna leave this situationship or i'm gonna leave this relationship i'm gonna leave this marriage and i'm gonna go on to the next one what is the next one i'm gonna go on to the to the other person that i feel like is fit that will give me the love right that i so desire that will give me the pleasure right the sexual pleasure that i so desire this is another thing that i'm starting to see many people they marry is not because even of love but it's lust that has um really perverted their perception to think that it was love but it was not never love to begin with and so, you know, some of the things that I wanted to go ahead and share with you with you all on this 
um, podcast episode is again to really put emphasis on making sure that you do not want to enter a relationship or marriage because you want um, you want love, right? You're doing it to get love, but make sure that you come into a place within yourself that you're wanting to get into a relationship or a marriage because why? Because you want to love. You want to love. Now, um, if you guys didn't get a chance, some of you who are listening to this podcast episode, if you didn't get a chance to listen to part one, which was a live session from last Saturday, um, one of the things that I said on the live, which I'm going to say again here, is that is that um, if you end up, listen, y'all, if you end up marrying for love, what happens then is that other person, God forbid, you know, ends up cheating on you, right? Or ends up abandoning you and leaving you. What happens? Will you die? Like, you know, will you uh, live life miserably just because that person did that horrible act, right? Um, they were they were the one that ended up breaking your heart or breaking that covenant or instead Will you understand who you are in Christ? Will you understand the value that you have in God's eyes? And will you continue to persist in your relationship with the Lord and your relationship with yourself, right? Loving yourself and as well as living out the God-given purpose that the Lord has for you. Because some people, what happens is that when a relationship ends up falling to the ground, when a marriage ends in divorce, it's as if that they themselves have died. They themselves have died and they need something or someone to revive them. They need someone or something to revive them. But oftentimes what happens is that most people, instead of being revived by God, they want to be revived by another human being. They want to be revived by another human being. And so many people, when they end up being in certain circumstances, such as failed relationships, um, dysfunctional marriages, right? And divorce, instead of taking time to really go before the lord what happened is that they listen to the voice of society they listen to the voice of the world and uh they go ahead and enter another relationship or they go ahead and start dating again when in that season god is saying you know what let me mend your heart let me heal your heart this is not the time for you to go off and start dating again this is the time for you to spend time in my presence to get to know yourself in order to, and also to get to know me because sometimes we feel like God doesn't know what we want, right? And because we feel sometimes that God doesn't know what we want, we end up taking matters into our own hands. And so what happens is that you see someone, they have a, a broken heart, but even though they have a broken heart and they know that they need healing, instead of allowing God to heal them, what happens is that they feel as if, if they enter another situation, if they enter another relationship, if they you know, um, start, um, hearing certain things that their ex used to say to them um and and from another human being they will feel satisfied they will feel satisfied but one of the things that i also just happened to um learn about is that um based from the statistics uh is that often people when it comes to marriage right those who end up getting married and get divorced they show you that often those who remarry it does not increase their likelihood of um, having a long-lasting marriage. As a matter of fact, um, based on this report that I researched, um, it says that it actually increases their chances of not staying together. Unfortunately, it shows you that um, within the second marriage, it doubles. Within the third ma uh, marriage, it triples, right? In, in the percentage of that marriage not ending well. 
and that is very sad to say but this is this is actually true this is actually true and the reason why it's true is because again it often seems as if human beings are always trying to run from their problems right because it seems like you know something externally is the situation right that has given me this stress that has given me this anxiety that has given me this broken heart but sometimes it's within ourselves sometimes it's not even the external circumstances that is giving us the meltdown but it's something that's happening internally within ourselves and it's because we weren't patient with ourselves we weren't patient to get to know who we were in Christ Jesus and so we felt like somebody else was going to meet that need and oftentimes that need is not met by another human being that that need is met by God himself amen and that need is only met as well when you know who you are you have to embrace yourself you have to love yourself first you have to love yourself first y'all you have to love yourself first we have to love ourselves first another thing that i wanted to bring to attention for this um podcast episode um that i didn't get a chance to really um share in part one from the live session is that listen y'all now you guys all know that this is a Christian podcast, so I promote everything that I say from a biblical perspective, from the truth that comes from God's word. Amen. And so, listen, some people, right, they get married, but that doesn't mean that they're Christian. Non-believers get married. But I want you guys to understand that marriage is an institution that was established by God. And so that means, you know, the Bible lets us know first and foremost it is those who are in Christ Jesus that God considers his children first and foremost and it is the, those children of his that he has given um, the Abrahamic blessing right that he has given them all blessings in Christ Jesus from that being said y'all those who are in the world those who do not know Jesus Christ but yet they are married yes they can be married yes even though they're not Christian, that marriage could last, right? They may be celebrating on their 35th anniversary, but this is a profound truth I do not want you all to miss. Though they may have been married for quite some time, God's blessing is not on that marriage. God's blessing is not on that marriage. Any marriage that you see that does not um, follow within the principles of God from His Word, what God says a marriage should be like, should look like, right? God's blessing is not on that marriage. God's blessing is not on that marriage. But when God's blessing is on a marriage, y'all, that means God, he is the one that is at the center of that marriage. And because God is at, at, is at the center of that marriage, he is the one also that holds um, the top um, how can I say this? The top power, the top responsibility to make sure that marriage is fruitful and that marriage prosper and that marriage multiply. Yes, each party has a role to play, but the fact that God is acknowledged in that marriage, he knows within himself that he is the one that is able to allow that marriage to prosper that marriage to be a blessed marriage. He is the one that that knows he is able to allow the wife to um to appreciate the husband and the husband to appreciate the wife. He is the one that knows that he is able to bring forth from the wife's womb um, nations, right? Um, blessed children who fears the Lord, who will, who will bring great things on the earth for God's glory, right? And for God's purposes. So that's very important. And, um, and now this also is important to mention as well. When it comes to marriage, God God wants for us, those of us who are believers, to make sure that we do not defile the marriage bed. What does that mean? 
defiling the marriage bed does not just mean when a wife or a husband ends up committing adultery, right? There's some infidelity there, but it happens even before you are married. The Bible wants us as believers to make sure that we do not arouse love before it's time, that we do not partake in sexual intimacy prior to marriage. And one of the reasons why God is so is so clear in his word concerning that is because when we end up doing such things before marriage, that actually gives the devil a stronghold on our lives, right? On the actual marriage itself, even before we get married. And so that means y'all, like when we end up exercising sexual intimacy before marriage that gives the devil power to destroy the marriage before it happens but when we practice self-control and we say we're going to wait until marriage to be sexually intimate with our kingdom partner with our future spouse that allows that marriage to be blessed before it even starts amen that allows that marriage to be blessed before it even starts and that brings me to the last point that i want to go ahead and share on tonight's episode um, before I go ahead and give you guys a few scriptures to really just highlight um, concerning all it is that we have been talking about um, in part part two, which is this one right now, this current episode, and what we discussed last Saturday on the live. And uh, so the third point I want to bring to our attention right here is this, y'all. Um, yeah, so like when when the when you hear Christians say, "Wait until marriage to have sexual intimacy." It's not to, um, it's not to kind of like make you feel as if you're missing out because the world nowadays, what happens is that they promote sex more than anything else. Uh, they promote it in commercials, they promote it in music and entertainment and movies and cartoons, you name it. And so you're, when you see that you're saying, oh my goodness, oh look, they're having fun. Why can I do this? But you don't even realize what they are attaching themselves to. You don't even realize that when two people end up being sexually intimate with one another, they're actually binding their souls together. This is why you hear of soul ties. And so if you have that desire or if you even have that interest wanting to have sexual intimacy with somebody who you know that you do not <laughs> picture seeing for the rest of your life as your wife or your husband, then technically you're actually making that person your wife or your husband just because you're partaking of that activity, yes. And so even though legally a man or a woman is considered husband and wife when they get married, but spiritually you become one, right? You become one when you consummate, when you sexually are um, intimate with that person. And so that is why it's so important that we make sure we practice holiness and purity and we cannot do this on our own strength. As a matter of fact, it is said that the older you get, right, the older you get, the more you're going to begin to um, develop. So, for example, like um, many of us, we went through puberty, puberty, right, puberty during maybe the ages of 13, right, you started to um, break out or you started to get your uh, period right and so forth and so if you're a woman men too all right puberty hits during the middle ages of 
uh, of a person, meaning when they start middle school and onwards to high school, right? And then it kind of ease out and you kind of, and, and you know, enter your adolescence and adulthood and so forth. And so the older you get, the more it becomes a battle to actually practice self-control when it comes to your hormones, right? When it comes to certain sexual urges. And so it's something that really you have to make sure you're spending time in the word of God because in Psalm 119, it tells us how can a young man keep his way pure right by meditating on god's word so when you meditate on god's word and you actually follow it apply it in your daily life it helps you but also as well you have to make sure your life is submitted to god himself your life is submitted to the holy spirit you say holy spirit purify my thoughts purify my heart Amen. Purify my thoughts, purify my heart. Psalm 51 verse 10. Oh, I love this Psalm. David say, creating me a clean and pure heart. This is a verse, right? That we should be meditating on. This is a verse that we should also say as a prayer, especially if you're in your twenties, right? And you hit, you're in your twenties, you're in your thirties, you're in forties, and you're still single, or perhaps even though you're dating, you're waiting until marriage to be sexually intimate with your partner. You need to make sure that you are on your case and saying, Holy Spirit of God, I want to please God in this area of my life. So help me to be pure by purifying my heart, purifying my thoughts and so forth. Amen. But maybe perhaps you're listening to this podcast episode and you say, JLP, I did not wait until marriage to be sexually intimate. You know, I lost my virginity, etc. I want I want you to understand this. I want you to understand if you come before God and repent of your sins, he is faithful to forgive you. This is what the Bible says. But you have to make sure as well that you give God first place in every area of your life, including your relationship status, right? Including what it is that you do with your body, what it is that you do in your mind and in your heart. And God is faithful. If you ask him, he is faithful to guide you in the path of righteousness he is faithful to make you pure he is faithful to make you holy but you have to want it as bad you know as he would like for you to be right because god is a gentleman god is not just going to force you to do certain things but you have to be disciplined in the way where you make it a priority of yours to study god's word to meditate on god's word to pray to spend time with jesus amen and to get rid of things that you know that causes you to be tempted right that you know if you wash if you listen to it causes you to have these sexual urges or whatnot amen um from that being said y'all let me just go ahead and quickly share a couple of verses with you all right here um i'm not going to be reading them but i'm just giving it to you guys as references for future purposes um go ahead and highlight in your bible pages during your free time you can write them down, but once you have time, you can grab your Bible and highlight them. Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. Philippians 4, verse 8. Philippians 4, verse 8. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5. Genesis chapter 2, verse 23. Galatians chapter 5. 1 Corinthians chapter 7. All right. And so y'all, um, I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to be here for long. I'm going to close the episode with this. Um, I pray that you guys were greatly blessed by this episode. Again, I just encourage you, if you missed part one, if you were not live for the Mastering Single and Live session last Saturday, please go ahead and check that out. And also, y'all, let me know what you, um, you know, got from it. 
Let me know if it blessed you. So go ahead and give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Write us a feedback. It is always a great pleasure to hear from you as well. Don't, um, don't, you know, like, don't be shy to reach out to me on social media, okay? Um, go ahead and follow our Instagram page. It's underscore underscore JLP. You can go ahead and like us on Facebook as well to keep updated with our ministry initiatives, projects, uh, facebook.com forward slash JLP network. If you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, go ahead and subscribe. Um, just go ahead and search in the YouTube search bar JLP network and you'll find our page. And um, again, if there's any topics, right, or any questions you may have, go ahead and DM me on Instagram or on Facebook, or you can even send it as an email. My email address is jlpnetworks, there's an S at the end of networks, the number one at gmail.com, jlpnetworks, the number one at gmail.com. Um, this week, I actually did um, did go ahead and make a story asking if you guys have any questions to send them my way. But unfortunately, I didn't really receive any questions from anybody. But um, if you have any questions, please do not hesitate to send me a DM or send me an email. And I will be very much so happy to answer them by the grace of God. Thank you again for tuning in. And remember, y'all, all things are possible with Christ Jesus. Until next time, take care. Peace out. What's up, y'all? I know I just finished the episode. I know I just said goodbye and all that, but this is very important. I forgot to mention it on the episode, and I want to go ahead and share it with you guys right now. Maybe some of you guys are dating, and maybe you're saying, yes, I really like this person, but you're still undecided whether you should make this public, right? You dating that person, let it be known, and so forth, or whether you should remain private with it, and so forth. Um, here's my take on it, y'all. Like, if you listen to lot to the live session Saturday, I don't advise those who want to be married to date. I'm gonna say this again. I don't advise those who want to be married to date. Here's why. Now, is dating something bad? Is it bad to date? Is it bad? No. Is it bad for Christians to date? Of course not. Dating is something that is not supposed to be exclusive. I'm going to say this again. Dating is something that should not be exclusive. Here's why. When you go to an interview for a job, right, for a potential job position, does that employer make it public that they're having the interview with you? Of course not. It is between you and that interviewer, right? Yes, maybe they put the... uh, the position on Andy saying, okay, we're looking for um, someone to fill in this position, etc. But once that day of that interview arrives, what is being exchanged between you and that interviewer? It does not get out of the room. It stays with the interviewer and it only stays with those who are in close proximity of the interviewer if he or she wants to give it to them. But the interviewer does not go ahead and publicize it on the company's website, do they? Of course not. And this is how I see dating. Dating is when you're getting to know somebody. You don't need to publicize who you're getting to know, especially when it's not 
a relationship covenant when you're not in covenant with that person when neither of you have the same expectations and values right um when neither of you have the same vision as well when it comes to marriage amen and so this is why i definitely would not advise you to go ahead and be exclusive with the person that you're dating especially if you and that same you and that person have not even discussed marriage are not on the same page when it comes to marriage and this is why when you get a chance to listen to the live um the part one right on my youtube channel i strongly encourage courtship courting if you desire marriage i encourage you to court that's why I said in the live, when you get a chance to watch it, I said, do not waste the, the, the dating season. Why did I say do not waste the dating season? Because that is the avenue where you actually get to know the person for a human being. But then as you get to know that person on that level, you can say, hey, wow, this person is truly amazing. We have so, so much in common. I see exactly how they're able to allow me or help me to fulfill my God-given purpose. I see how I'm able to help them to, to um, fulfill their God-given purpose. You see where you all are compatible, right? You see where you guys all suit each other's need. And you say to yourself, we are actually better together than apart. Once you reach that, that viewpoint, right? Once both of you reach that viewpoint, you shouldn't be wasting any more time in the dating stage. Now, especially those of us who are in our 20s, 30s, and so forth, you should not be spending any more time on the dating stage. You should be progressing to a courtship because truly a courtship is what's going to lead to marriage. And if you go ahead and even, you know, research the definition of a courtship and the definition of dating, you will see that courting or courtship, it literally says in its definition, um, you know, those involved having the intent to marry or the intent to have a marriage. Go ahead and check it out. I strongly encourage you. Look at the meanings themselves and you will see that dating is just kind of like, eh, we're dating, you know, like this is nothing serious. We're just getting to know one another. But courtship truly is where it's at. If you want to get married, I strongly encourage you to court. And once you are in a courtship, if you feel led to go ahead and be exclusive and share it with um, people outside of your family and your friends, go ahead. There's nothing wrong with that. You know why? Let me tell you why. Those who are in courtship are those who are on their way to marriage. It is not those who are saying, maybe this could be the one for me. Maybe we could end up getting married. No. When two people are in a courtship, they have already made up their mind. We're in this till the end. Like we're in this to get married. All right. So thank you guys. That's all. I just wanted to go ahead and share that um, nugget with you all because I wanted to just make sure I didn't leave it out because I know some of you maybe were curious um, to know that. Hey, to know that. And this is why I'm here to just really encourage you um, in your journey as a single and as well as those of you who want to have a godly relationship and those who want to have a godly marriage. Thank you again. And remember, once more, trust me, this is the very last time. <laughs> All things are possible with Christ Jesus. Until next time, peace out. Take care.